Hi, you're listening to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business, the podcast for trade business and contracting bosses like you and your partner who want to make more profit, take back control and create a better lifestyle. Are you ready to fast track your freedom and have some fun? With your hosts, fellow trade business owners and husband and wife team, Andy and Angela Smith. Hey everyone, it is great to be back in the studio. As always, I'm joined by my wife and trade business partner, Ange. Hey everyone. I was uh, having an interesting conversation with a trade business owner just this week who was really struggling to make sales within his business. He said he's got no idea how to upsell or to convince customers to approve his quotes. You know what he said? He said, I feel like a greasy car salesman when I'm following up with clients, like trying to convince them to approve quotes. I definitely know that feeling. Well, that kind of makes me ask you a question then, Andy. Would you call yourself a salesman or a tradie? Well, that's definitely a hard one. You know, when most people hear the word salesman, they think hard sell, untrustworthy, just in it for the cash, you know. But in order to have a successful company these days, you've got to have your sales right. You know, you need to get the quotes over the line and approved. You need to make a really good profit margin in order to keep the lights on. So in a way, tradies have to be salespeople in order to have a successful business these days. If I go back 10 years ago, Go, you were just a tradie, but these days every tradie has to have an element of sales skills. Yeah, but the issue is with tradies, a lot of them will say, but that's just not me. I'm just not a salesman. What would you say about that? Yeah, and that's true. And we hear that constantly. But sales is a part of life these days. You know, you can't walk into McDonald's and not get upsold. You know, you can't go into a coffee shop and order a coffee with like, would you like a muffin with that or a bacon and egg roll with that? You know, sales is a part of life. And I think when you realize that, then you realize it's just a part of your job. You know, if you want to pick up your girlfriend or your wife, think about it. What did you do back (laughs) then, right? You know, you you dress up for success. You walk with a bit of swagger. You get to the bar and you have to sell yourself. And if you're not selling yourself in that first 30 seconds, the likelihood that you're going to be stay talking to that person is quite slim, right? Yeah, I suppose you're right (laughs) about that. And when you put this back in tradie terms, I guess if I see myself as your customer, Mm. the whole reason why I've called you is because I'm calling you because you have an immense amount of knowledge in your head. Like you've gone to TAFE for what, four, six years? And you've come out and you actually seem to forget about how knowledgeable you are. And that's what I'm tapping into as a customer. And what I really want to do is just get your advice. So I kind of think as sales, as just you being a professional trying to help me make a decision, just empower me to make a decision. Would that be fair? Yeah, that's right. That's all you need to do. But sales is such a big thing now. Sales starts from the very, very beginning. It starts with your marketing. It starts with the way the phone call comes in. It then is the way you present yourself. Like, if you're rocking up to the front door with your shirt hanging out, looking like a scruff with a bunger hanging out the side of your <laughs> mouth, you know, the customer's like, oh my God, what have I got here? So sales is such an important part. I think when you talk sales to a lot of tradies out there, they're just thinking hard sell yes. in front of a customer, ramming it down their throat, but it's not. The best part of sales is the whole process of how you run your business. 
Yeah. What we often will talk about, isn't it, that people buy from people they like and trust. So, you know, in my mind, as you said, it starts from the very beginning with the website about how the connection is, but we're humans. So when you actually answer that phone, that person who answers that phone will literally make or break that sale that moment they say hi, because I can hear it in your voice if you're not really listening to me, right? So I just need you to be my friend. I want you to help because that's the reason why I called you. Yeah, I was talking to a tradie actually just yesterday, one of our Lifestyle Tradie new members, and what they actually said was they're doing 10 to 12 jobs a day. And I said, why is that? He said, because I'm an old school tradie and my boss said, don't sell anything the customer doesn't want, just do the job and get out the door. And I said, well, what happens if the customer wants more work? And he goes, I actually get the shits. Right. And I said, what do you mean get the shits? He said, they want more work done. He goes, yeah, but we haven't allowed it in the day. So then the customer gets stroppy with me and I'm like, well, if you just told me from the very start and I'm like, whoa, 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 (laughs) customer service wise, mate, you are definitely lacking. Yeah, definitely lacking. Oh my goodness. He needs to learn from the beginning that you can't do 10 jobs in a day. We've got to slow down. Listen, an incredible business, a great guy. And I know they're going to be a huge success, quite a big business as well. And I'm just like, if you just slow down, you could double your business overnight. So the sales process, as we said, it's not the hard sell, greasy car salesman. It's the process from the moment it starts at the very beginning, the moment you get to the front door, the way you talk to the car customer, the way you communicate with the customer, the way you check and see if there's anything else happening in their house as well, and then giving them an option that if they would like to do some extra work and saying, in my professional opinion, these are the things that need to be done. Now, if the customer turns and goes, well, listen, I didn't want to spend that much money. We're like, yeah, no problems. You let us know what you'd like to spend today and you have a bit of a chat about it. And at the end of the day, if the customer doesn't want that, that is fine. There's no hard pressure sales. We definitely don't do that that and the customer makes the informed decision. And when you think of our business running at 77% repeat business, customers are happy to do it that way. Yeah, I 100% agree. Sales definitely comes across in the entire flow of a job, literally from the beginning right to the end. And it does come down to just pure communication about building trust with this customer throughout the process. So what actions are you taking to ensure that you have the best chance of upselling and winning every single quote? What I want to do is take you through a model that we teach to our Lifestyle Trading members called the Trust Escalator, and it follows the five buying decisions that everyone takes every single time. The five steps are business, you, product and service, price, and time. So let me slow down and share with you what I mean by this. So the very first step of the Trust Escalator is business. What we need to remember is your customers, when they're seeking out your service, whether you're an electrician or a plumber or a pest control, whatever, they'll actually start doing research about you and you won't even know it. Because guess what? When your customer decides to actually do work, especially when you think about a residential client, how do they find a client? Mostly, they'll either ask a friend, they might post it on Facebook to their local mates, or they'll start Googling. And your company name will come up and I'll end up on your website and I will either make a decision immediately based on how fast your website's loaded, what beautiful photos you have or whatever it is about that website. There's a really important way to structure your website because I'm going to make a quick decision. But if you're a high average dollar sale, like a builder, for instance, or landscaper, I'm going to read every single page. I'm going to judge you based on what I've seen. And all that's going to do is make me make contact with you. And literally, that's me making a phone call more often than not. But give me a couple of options about how to reach out to you. Guess what? We get to the you part. 
Yes, that's right. The next step is you, and that's the phone call. They're judging you specifically on how you answer the phone. That's if you're in an office or that's if you're out in the field. You know, the person who answers the phone will make or break the sale the moment they say hello. You know, we've actually got a nine-step call converter that will take you through the exact scripting to help you nail that phone call. You can grab it from our show notes. So, How do you answer the phone? You know, most traders are answering a phone up a ladder, under a sink, under the floor, and most small business owners, when you answer the phone, what are you actually thinking? Oh my God, this phone is killing me. And that's not the way you should be answering the phone. If your customer can hear that you aren't really listening to them because you're clearly onside or distracted by doing something else, they've already switched off. Mm. You really need to be conscious on how you sound on the phone. Otherwise, you're potentially already losing their customer. So this phone call is connected now literally to making one decision, which is agreeing for us as a tradie to come on site. And guess what? I, as your customer, are judging you, meaning the person who shows up. And that might not be you as the owner of the business. It could be actually one of your tradies. So this is where your team need to understand the importance of keeping the truck clean, the way you present themselves at my front door, how you speak to me, the way you hold yourself, about your confidence levels. There's actually lots that needs to be understood about body language. Imagine that I've opened my front door and I've looked past you and seen a revolting truck with terrible sign writing and you're all scruffy and I've literally made a judgment call within a couple of seconds about the fact that you look terrible and I connect to, oh no, his work is going to be terrible and that's not good. I'm going to be really nice and let you in, but guess what I'm going to say? Thanks so much for coming today, but I actually need to talk to my husband to make a decision and that is so (laughs) not true. She is such the decision maker. So what I want you to understand is the importance of that person showing up. In this trust escalator, this step of the buying decision, I'm literally making a judgment on what I see in front of me, that person. You know, we talk about having clean boots and treating the house with respect because that's what's really important to her, the customer that you're dealing with. But it's only then that you start talking about product and service. And this is the third step of the trust escalator. Yeah. When you're in front of that customer, you're getting judged by your knowledge, really. And when you're talking about products, what are the benefits of those products? So I'm just going to use a hot water service as an example here. You know, you go to Mr. and Mrs. Jones's house, they've got a 315 litre hot water service outside and there's water all over the floor and the tank has burst. Now, at this stage, you've really got two options. You could replace that hot water service, and I'm just picking a a price, but charge maybe $2,000 of a rounded off price and change that hot water service. Or maybe you could show the customer your knowledge and say, listen, Mrs. Jones, this 315 hot water service has been here for the last 15 years, but this day and age, we're actually installing more and more these instantaneous gas hot water Mm. services. They're a small smaller unit, you don't see them, they don't use as much gas, and they're more economical and friendly for you as a householder. Now, the thing there is, maybe you need to run gas, you've got to run a different size piping, and potentially that job may be $3,000 or maybe even $4,000. But what you're doing is arming the customer with the products and the service and giving them the benefits of either. And then it's up to the customer to make the choice of which one they think is right for them. Yeah. Empowering them to make a decision. That's really all I want as a customer is I just want your knowledge. I just got to tap into your head. Mm. 
So that's what we ask you to do is please share your knowledge. And it's really important to actually deliver that confidently because again, as your customer, I'm going to make a call about you. Even though I might like you, I might go, oh God, this guy really has no idea what he's talking about. And straight away, I'll say no, just because that guy might be young or whatever and just can't work out how to communicate to me. So that bit's really important. And then we get to the fourth level of the trust escalator, which is all around price. Where I see a lot of tradies go wrong here is they've actually talked about price on the phone. And normally that's been kind of controlled by the customer because the question they ask, isn't it, is, well, how much does it cost to put that hot water tank in? Or So the question they are asking is about price and you deliver the answer over the phone. Bad, bad decision. All you're really doing now is getting price shoppers and they're just going to ring around four or five different people. It's definitely not the way we recommend you should run your business. Yeah, this is the only time that you start talking about price because by then I've built trust with you. You've started to understand that I know more. And on reflection of the trust escalator as a customer, I've ticked the box on business. I really liked what I saw on the website and I think you're really professional. You've been around for a long time. Like I've read all this fabulous information. I've made a quick decision. And then I've judged the person on the phone, the you, whether that's you or someone else. And then I've judged the person that's come to my front door. I've judged the next level, the third level of product and service. I've ticked a box going, yep, he's super knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. He's helped me make a decision. I feel really good about this. And it's only now that I start talking about price. And therefore, the price now becomes something that's not really an option to me. And what I mean by that is you've built in so much value that I go, I really want this guy to do this job. So only ever start talking about price at this point. And only then do we start moving on to the fifth level of the trust escalator, which is all around time. Yeah, I'm a real strong believer when it comes to time. There's no better time to start a job than when you're there. Now, potentially, a a lot of smaller maintenance jobs you can do then and there on the spot, Mm. but it does depend on the size of the job you're dealing with. So, for instance, if you can't do it then and then on the spot, then you need to book in a time for them in a week or two weeks or whatever that suits with you. But what we like to do is we like to give the customer two options. Mrs. Jones, would you like next Tuesday at 7 a.m. or next Thursday at 7am. So you're asking them a yes and yes question. You're not giving them the option. You're actually dictating when you can do it. And they go, oh, well, I think I want uh, Thursday's a better day for me. So understanding time, understanding how to talk to the customers, understanding how to book them in is really important as well, because you don't want them to second guess and go, oh, I don't know. And I have to talk to my husband because when things start getting a little bit confusing, confusion, leads to no sale. Yes, this all comes back to building trust. Like we said, if that word sales or being a salesperson absolutely freaks you out, then just change the language in your head. Just say to yourself, I'm not a salesperson. Ignore that. Start saying to yourself, I'm just sharing my knowledge. That's it. I'm a professional friend. I'm giving advice like I'm talking to my mum and dad. What would you do to ensure that they are empowered to make a decision that is the right decision for them? You're there just to guide them. So people only buy from people they like and trust. So make sure you really think about what you're doing inside your business. Think about the language you use, the way you hold yourself. And it's not just you. It's your entire team. They've got to understand this and implement this every single time. Yeah, as you can tell, like everything we do isn't about doing a hard sell. It's about communicating. It's about connecting with your customers and making sure they trust you. If they trust you, they will definitely buy from you. 
You know what, Ange? I really enjoyed that episode today. Yeah, me too. I hope a lot of our trade business owners out there really get a lot out of that. Implement the trust escalator and start thinking themselves as salesmen and tradies, not just tradies. That's a wrap. Tune in to our next episode where we've got the amazing Kate Toon, who is a marketing and copywriting whiz. She's going to answer the question we often are asked, which is what exactly is SEO and Google ads and how to get the most out of your digital marketing. Catch you then. Subscribe to The Tradie Show, Together in Trade Business Now, wherever you get your favourite podcasts. Rate and write us a review or check out the show notes at lifestyletradie.com.au forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, hell yeah.